Good morning, New Hope. My name is John Foley, and it is great to be with you today in this Christmas season. You know, newspaper editors tell us that to have a top-notch story, you need uh, some of the combination of the top three elements, sex, royalty, religion. Well, the Christmas story of Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus uh, allegedly has at least all three of these in the world's eye at that time. In our series, Christmas Uncut, we get to look at the Christmas story without all the the fancy editing, the touch-ups that make uh, a final feature film. Now, don't get me wrong. I like movie editing um, because, you know, you get to see my name at the end of every feature film. Yeah, it's called Foley editing. Now, I have no relation to Jack Foley, who came up with all those fun sound effects, right, that are post-production when they make the people walking, closing doors. But yeah, that's called Foley editing. Thank you very much. The beauty of the uncut edition is that we get back to the basics. We get to peel back the cultural traditions and get to the heart of the Christmas story. Forget the commercialization of Christmas. This is not a a pretty story, is it? It's as raw as it gets. Sorry, Bing Crosby, it's not dreaming of a white Christmas. And I don't know about you guys, but my kids started playing Christmas music before Thanksgiving. That is not okay. There is some unwritten rule somewhere. You have to wait till Thanksgiving to start playing Christmas music all the time. The Christmas story is anything but glamorous. The King of Kings, the Son of God, is born in a manger. And we don't often hear the story that happens around Christmas of all the babies in Bethlehem that died because King Herod was threatened by the prophetic stories of baby Jesus. There's death, there's pain, a really raw storyline when the light of the world breaks into the world of sin and darkness. Today we want to lean in on the uncut story of our supporting actress, Mother Mary herself. So here's our big idea for today. Jesus invites us, like Mary, to be vessels for God that shine his gospel truth and salvation to a broken world. Listen as I read part of the Christmas story found in Luke 126. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. 
So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth Eve is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is now in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. First of all, Mary was chosen because of her respect. The angel greets Mary with two greetings of honor in verses 28 and 30. Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. The Greek word translated highly favored means to grace, to endue with special honor, to be accepted. And while the angel gives Mary a number of high compliments, nothing indicates that she is worthy of worship. She's not an intercessor between Jesus and his followers. She's not giving any honor aside from being chosen to be the vessel for the purpose of the Son of God being made flesh and blood. This is not to denigrate this amazing honor to carry the Messiah in your womb. But if we look at the biblical story, God chooses characters and people all along the way to fill different roles, all supporting roles, and none is more important than another. None is worthy of worship. The focus is always on God. God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are the main characters, the main point, the hope of our salvation. And so we find our rightful place in the Christmas story, the redemption story, when we follow Mary in her supporting role and find respect and dignity and honor to be vessels of God's salvation. We're also told that every Jewish girl hoped that she would be a vessel chosen through which God would send his Messiah into the world. From childhood on, every Jewish girl brought up would hope that someday she could maybe give birth to the Messiah. The angel said, you will be with child and give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus, which means Jehovah is salvation. The angel probably used these words from the Old Testament prophecy because he knew Mary would recognize them. You see, all Jews knew the prophecies of Isaiah well. And just like this honor to Mary, we can have a renewed anticipation of Advent, of Christ's coming. Because he's already come, and he comes again, and he lives in us, and we are Vessels of honor for our master's use. Jesus invites us like Mary to be vessels for God that shine his gospel truth and salvation to a broken world. Since the hope of the world rests solely on God and not on us, we can stand in honor in this supporting role of the gospel story. It's all about Jesus. He's the reason for the season. Is he your rock? Is he your pride? Is he your comfort, your assurance? Is he your everything? 
It's all about him. When I was going to seminary, I worked in a small African-American church, Good News Church of Christ Holiness, and we'd sing this gospel hymn, All I Need. Wisdom, righteousness, and power, holiness forevermore, my redemption full and sure, he is all I need. I'm not going to quit my day job, but I love that hymn. He is all I need. And I am honored to play a supporting role in the great story of the gospel. So how do we enter this uncut story? How do we enter this story, this Christmas season? How do we receive the gift of Mary, who was given this respect and honor in being vessels of God to a broken world? You know one litmus test to know that you're walking in this and growing in this assurance is to not fall into what we call relational idolatry. See, relational idolatry is when we give too much credit and value to what others say and think about you. Caring too much for the opinions worth approval of others. We should have an audience of one. Caring just what our Heavenly Father says about us. That's when we know we're walking in that way of respect. I'm nobody. (laughs) I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody Let's save my soul. That's what we get to do, church. To be vessels of the light of the world. We too can come and worship Jesus this Christmas. The Son of God, born in the manger. And we can learn to treasure these things in our hearts, like Mary. So Mary was chosen for her respect. Secondly, Mary was chosen because of the risk. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Church, this is risky business. An unwed young woman in that culture faced terrifying consequences. She is engaged to be married to Joseph. She knows, well, what's Joseph going to think, right? We know that Joseph planned to divorce her quietly until the angel instructed otherwise. The virgin birth. Mary knows what this means. She knows people will have a difficult believing her claim that she is pregnant by the Spirit of God. See, there's three things people won't believe. You are God, you are the Son of God, and you're going to give birth to the Son of God. It's not really humanly feasible. She knows her friends, her neighbors, her family will probably brand her as an adulteress. She knows she faces persecution, snickers, laughter, mockery, and as the law commanded, death penalty for premarital sex. The virgin birth, Mary knows what this means, and not only the risky business right in front of her, She knows future down the path. The prophet Simeon warned her about the cost and the hurt and the pain. And the sword will pierce your own soul too. Being the mother of Jesus will be no picnic, no cakewalk. So Mary is chosen for her respect and for the risk. 
and thirdly, for her response. She knows full well what the virgin conception and the birth could cost her, and yet she says, I am the Lord's servant. Her heavenly Father wants to hear those words from us. May it be to me as you have said, whatever his will. In 1904, William Borden, heir to the Borden Dairy Estate, graduated from a Chicago high school, and it was just a normal uh, graduation present, a trip around the world. Traveling through Asia, the Middle East, Africa, he was stricken by all the poverty and hunger he saw. In writing home, he said, I'm going to give my life to prepare for the mission field. When he made this decision, he wrote in the back of his Bible, no reserves. His parents tried to talk him out of it, but to no avail. He graduated from Yale University, turning down many high-paying job offers. He enrolled at Princeton Seminary. And at this time, two more words were written in his Bible, no retreats. Completing his studies, he sailed for China to work with Muslims stopping first in Egypt for some preparation. And while he was there, he was struck with cerebral meningitis and died within a month. Most people said, what a waste. Even Borden's parents thought this until they read through the pages of his Bible. And under the words, no reserves and no retreats, he had written, no regrets. When Jesus came into the world, they said the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Jesus is the light of the world, and there is still so much darkness that needs to be exposed to the light. Much like Mary, we are called to count the cost and to follow Jesus as Savior and Lord. And we too are given an amazing respect and privilege to be vessels of God to shine his gospel truth and salvation. This past Thanksgiving, we gathered with my wife's extended family in Prescott, Wisconsin. And every Thanksgiving, every day is an opportunity to give God thanks for his salvation, for his love, for every blessing. But this Thanksgiving was especially humbling and meaningful. I don't know if you remember the big local metro story about a month ago of a man in St. Paul who abducted a woman, committed crimes, stole vehicles, and held a family in their home in Cottage Grove. It was all over the news. Well, the reason this Thanksgiving was so special is that family, Craig and Lisa Patterson, Craig is my wife's cousin. But by the grace of God, the story could have ended much differently. They told multiple examples of God's divine presence being with them, a sense of peace in the midst of fear and unknown. Before he headed down the stairs to face the intruder who was there in the living room with his wife, Craig got down on his knees and prayed silently, God, Give me the right words to say. And God gave him the right words. God was there with his divine presence and made a connection with this man. 
who would eventually take their vehicle and engage with the police and shoot himself. The morning after the incident, I prayed here in our weekly Tuesday morning prayer time and gave God thanks for watching over our family. And in that group of about five people, one of the regular prayer partners said, wow, is God sovereign. Our insurance company covers Craig and Lisa. And we pray for all our clients. Church, how can we not pray? How can we not seek God's miracle working business that's still at work today? Are you kidding me? Two people an hour away, directly involved, prayers make a difference. Jesus came to save us from our sins and the miracles of his presence and power continue to this day. If we have called on his great name, he lives in us, the light of the world shines in us and that light's got to get out and that's light got to be shared. Jesus invites us in the supporting role to be vessels of the most high God. What about you today? God calls each one of us to be a supporting actor or actress in his kingdom work. Are you in the scene or in the seat watching God's kingdom story unfold? He invites you to be a part of his great kingdom story. As the worship team comes out, they're going to lead us in one final song and I'm going to invite you to come forward and to receive communion this Christmas season. And I just want to say, these are gluten-free crackers and this is grape juice. It's safe for all. Amen? Amen. But as we receive the bread, we receive the body of Christ broken for us. And as we dip it into the cup, we receive the blood of Christ shed for our sins to save us and to fill us with his hope and fill us with his light and fill us with joy this Christmas season. Leave whatever you need to leave at the altar and be filled anew with the grace of our Lord Jesus. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you are the reason for the season. Maybe that's a trite phrase, but we just thank you that we gather to worship you today. God, let us not worship anything in our hearts but you. Let us not worship the opinions of others. Let us not worship any things of this world. Let us worship you, the spirit of the living God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Father God, we just ask that your presence would fill us anew, that your light and your hope would fill us anew, that we would worship you, that we would find time like Mary to see the miracles before us and to treasure these things in our hearts. Magnify yourself here today. Set us on fire for you. 
Light us up even more. May we be the best lit Christmas tree anybody can see, all for your glory. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, all God's children said, amen.